Hey guys, welcome to the Women Going Big podcast. It's Krista, your host, and I'm super excited today. Um, It's Friday, first of all, which it's always a good day on a Friday. Um, And I'm technically recording the first episode of Women Going Big after starting over. Um, So this is a new category for season two of Women Going Big. And I'm really excited to have Maggie with me today. Um, She's the owner of Joyful Boss Mamas, and she is a holistic life coach uh, for boss mamas who are looking to live more joyfully. Um, I'm really excited, and I'm going to be 100% honest with my listeners. If you you don't know, I'm not a mother. Um, So having a mother on the show is, it's not new, um, but she's definitely going to be the expert on this topic. And it's not going to be the only thing we talk about, but uh, Mm -hmm. I thought I should be totally honest with my listeners that uh, you've got the hand up in the in the conversation today. <laughs> so Maggie, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your journey. Yeah. Um, so again, my name is Maggie Conrad. Um, Joyful Boss Mamas has come about, um, you know, after a big transition in my life. Um, you know, a lot of people are experiencing the same after COVID and my job closed down at the end of May and I was kind of left with, what do I do now? Um, So there was quite a bit of upheaval and transition in my life. And I also, um, you know, how I was working with a business coach and I'm, I rely on my intuition a lot. (laughs) It's guided me very well throughout my life. And this is where it brought me. And it was not even like on my radar that this was what I was going to be doing with my life. And, you know, it just shows the power of what can happen when you remain open and available to that guidance. And, and it's been so much fun, so much fun already. And, you know, it's, it's really great to be able to have something that I'm passionate about and that I'm good at and that, you know, just, I'm, I'm a joyful boss mama. That's who I am. That's how I live my life. I live it around being joyful and creating joy and, and running a business and being a mom. So, you know, that's, that's why I serve that community because that's who I am. Um, so I'm excited to be here and share that with you all. Awesome. More. Well, that was a good intro. Um, and there's a couple things that I want to touch on just kind of right off the bat, because I think, I want to say like the elephant in the room is COVID because so many people like are having these feelings of like uncertainty and just like inner, I want to call it like inner stress and they don't know why, you know, they can't like put their finger on it, like why they're depressed or, you know, like why they're moody or anything like that. And I've been telling people, I'm like, like, it's not you, like literally you and a million other people are going through the same thing. And it's like when your environment is in a state of complete chaos, it affects you. Um, It's it's not even just our environment. It's the collective consciousness, you know, mm -hmm. especially as people who are empathic, which a lot of entrepreneurs are, um, you know, and a lot of women are naturally, um, we feel everything that's going on around us and we feel the like collective anxiety and the collective fear and the collective sadness, you know, cause even if like 
you know, say that your job wasn't affected during COVID and, you know, but you're still feeling this way. It's because there's so much out in there in the mm -hmm. world that we're, you know, picking up and a huge, like I fell prey to it in the beginning as well. And yeah. a huge part of it for me of, of healing and coming kind of out on the other side and, you know, be feeling happy and joyful again was realizing that, you know, it wasn't all mine. Mm -hmm. Right. And recognizing like kind of where that line is mm -hmm. versus like what is mine that it needs to heal mm -hmm. and what is other people's that I can either hold space for or I mm -hmm. can release mm -hmm. you know and then the other part was you know it's a really scary time like yeah. our whole everything that we know is changing like mm -hmm. globally and you know we're all having to kind of pivot into living this new this new lifestyle in this new way and I think the one thing that helped me kind of overcome the, the sadness of it all was this fundamental belief that humanity is, is always progressing towards authenticity and goodness and, you know, love and light. Like if you look at the history of humans, <laughs> You know, and like where we were a hundred years ago, where we were a couple, you know, thousands of years ago, you know, we are in a progression forward mm -hmm. always. Yeah. And yes, there are steps back and yes, there are times when it's really dark in the moment, but you know, we may not, and we may not see the fullness of it in our lifetime. Yeah. But we are going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can remain open to that and like hopeful in that, that, you know, that this can be a very beautiful transformation, you know, yeah. so many wonderful things have come out of it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, people connecting in new and different ways. Like, you know, all of these like zoom meetings that we have online has opened up like a whole new online community and, yeah. um, you know, finding ways to, Co connect with our community around us and yeah. like you know people focusing on small businesses and supporting other mm -hmm. businesses around them and supporting people that you know um have things to sell or services to offer yeah. versus you know large companies that mm -hmm. obviously don't care about us yeah <laughs> and I think that's important to remember and there's a couple things in there that I want to pull out and focus on so um first you mentioned kind of the pivot like not letting it consume you and pivoting back out of that and focusing on the things that you know that you can control. And then you said leaving space or releasing it for other people. And yeah. I think that that takes a lot of strength and just like a lot of inner power to be able to recognize, okay, like this is what I can fix, not necessarily fix, but this is what I can recognize in myself and work yeah. on. And then this is other people's stuff. And I know I struggle with that. Um, like you, I mean, so I kind of lost my job. I got furloughed. Um, so I went through honestly, like about a depression, you know, when COVID hit and it was tough to get out of. And I've been an entrepreneur for, I don't know, six or seven years. So I'm not, I'm not unfamiliar with the ups and downs of it, but, um, I think learning how to harness, you know, what's right in front of you and being able to pivot back out of it and onto something else is super important. But what I'd like you to touch on is what that exact moment for you looked like where you were like, 
okay, like where I'm at right now isn't working. Like I need to do something more. What did that moment look like for you? That's a great question. <laughs> um, you know, I think I can remember the moment where the realization came to me and where it just kind of felt like, you know, the weight was lifted off of my shoulders, but there obviously were things that led up to that moment as well. And I think that just kind of goes back to like the healing that I've done over the last 20 years and the transformations that I've had, you know, throughout my, my life, you know, with generational trauma and abuse and narcissistic relationships and disability and like all of these things that I've had to already navigate through kind of gave me a foundation. Um, and so, you know, in the beginning, I allowed myself to wallow a bit, you know, mm -hmm. and I allowed myself just to feel the things that I needed to feel mm -hmm. and give myself that time and the space to grieve and to, you know, get angry and to like, let the whole spectrum, you know, um, come through and including joy. And, you know, I still had fun with my son yeah. and then it got to a point where I realized like, okay, now I'm just wallowing. Now I'm over wallowing, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I could, I noticed this, this feeling of stuckness, you know, mm -hmm. like at first it feels good to feel all the feelings and then you start to feel like it's weighing you down. It's mm -hmm. that feeling of weight, um, that I recognize and I realize, like, okay, I need to start getting myself out of this. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of it is mindset work of just focusing on the positive, finding the silver linings, not allowing myself to consume every news article that's written about COVID, <laughs> you know, and creating boundaries around what I'm allowing myself to, you know, bring into my world mm -hmm. and kind of slowly taking those mindset shifts created the the space for me to have that realization like I said earlier that you know we're going to be okay mm -hmm. humanity is going to be okay this is a dark time and it's really hard and it's really difficult but I believe in in us as a people mm -hmm. and in the goodness of us and our ability to overcome mm -hmm. once like I had that like aha moment yeah it was just like the clouds opened up and the <laughs> rainbow shone and, you know, the weight was lifted. And then I was just like, okay, I'm good. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And there's still definitely been work around it, but yeah. it, it's, it was a pivotal moment of recognizing that yes, we're in the shit of it right now. Mm -hmm. part of my language, but um, no, it's okay. you know, we're going to be okay. We're all yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I trust in that and I trust mm -hmm. in the universe's, you know, guidance for us and, and its desire for us to be happy. Um, and, and that was a huge turning point for me um, that allowed me to start really just enjoying, enjoying my time, yeah. my time at home with my son and, mm -hmm. you know, my ability to start something new and, um, and all of the things that have come out of it, you know. That's awesome. Um, and then just kind of pivoting in the conversation, um, I, you know, I was reading kind of your why, and you mentioned that when you were looking at your options of, you know, like where to start your business, first of all, I have to ask, like, do you have a history of entrepreneurship 
or was this something that came about because of the circumstances with losing your job? Yeah, so um, it's a bit of both. My first job uh, was actually as a massage therapist, and I quickly went into business for myself. And, you know, I, I was a massage therapist and an energy worker, and I had built up a clientele over the years, and I rented a room, and I was like, you know, and that was my first, like, kind of foray into entrepreneurship and okay. um, building, you know, building my business and building my practice. Um, and, and then also the last job that I, I worked at was, um, for a very dear friend of mine who, um, and it was a small business. And mm -hmm. so, you know, even though I, it wasn't my business, mm -hmm. it was still, you know, growing a small business from one, like one little studio into two locations mm -hmm. and, you know, 20 employees. And so, gotcha kind of going in at, at like the ground level and helping mm -hmm. it build up. So yeah. it's kind of like, it just seemed like a natural progression Yeah. to, you know, and I had so much freedom in that job mm -hmm. to be myself and to create, um, you know, a lot of the culture and, you know, and provide, you know, my kind of energy to it mm -hmm. all. And I realized that like, I could never, I can never, I can't go back to working for somebody else after that, you know, yeah. like, you know, and I had that freedom because I was working for a dear friend of mine and, and I just knew that I couldn't, I couldn't take a step backwards mm -hmm. from that. And it's always been a dream of mine to have my own mm -hmm. thing, you know, in my own business. So it, it just kind of seemed like the universe was saying now is the time. And I, I love listening. That. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. <clears throat> and I love the fact that, you know, you talked about in your story that, you know, you could have just gone the like regular business consulting route. Mm -hmm. um, Which I tried, I did. <laughs> and, but what, what gets me is the fact that you were able to pull in literally all of your passions and turn it into what you're doing right now. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, that's the power of having a coach. Yeah. Um, and I think it honestly, without her support, it probably would have taken me years to, mm -hmm. to get to that point because, but I'm, you know, I'm also a big proponent of like almost the path of least resistance when it comes to what we're doing in our lives. Like if it's hard and it's a struggle <laughs> and we're like frustrated and it's difficult, like why, why yeah. are we doing that to ourselves? Yeah. So like, you know, when I was starting this consultancy, it was, I was just trying to stay in my comfort zone. I was thinking, mm -hmm. you know, I'll just keep doing what I was doing at my last job and just mm -hmm. somebody else will pay me to do it now. Yeah. You know, and it was very much in, in my little box comfort, you know, yeah. and, and, and it was hard. Like creating content for social media was hard. <laughs> it was hard to like come up with the packages that I wanted to sell. Like nothing about it really felt <laughs> organic. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there are, I mean, small bits and pieces of it, of course, but yeah. you know, it, it just wasn't easy. And my business coach was very much like, who are you? What do you want to do? Who do you serve? What do you love? What lights you up? And so I started peeling that onion and I'm like, mm -hmm. yes, I love business and this is great. But I was also, I got my degree in child development mm -hmm. and I taught, you know, children for eight years and you know, I wanted to find a way to incorporate that. And then when I, you know, I peeled the onion again and I was like, well, I was a body worker and energy worker for six years. Like, you know, I wanted to find a way to incorporate that. And then also just kind of looking at 
who, who am I right now in this moment? And Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, a trauma survivor. I'm an abuse survivor. I'm, you know, somebody who is healed from so many things Mm -hmm. and I'm a mom and, and I'm happy, you know, (laughs) like even in the middle of all of this tumultuousness, I'm, you know, I'm finding joy in in all of the, the moments because I've spent the last 20 years practicing mindfulness and working on my mindset and connecting to the universe and working on my intuition. And it's brought me to this moment of just, you know, clarity. And I wanted to, I wanted to just be able to share that, you know, and it's, it's like you said, it's, it's who I am and it's Mm -hmm. everything that I've done and everything that I believe in. And, you know, it just, it's so much easier. (laughs) I love that fun and the content is easy and it's like I'm sharing me and my life and my son and you know my family and like the things that I love and the things that you know just come intuitively and Mm -hmm. and it just you know it it just feels it just feels right and and I want that for everybody that's awesome that is I think that's such a powerful story to anybody that's listening out there that might be feeling like stuck or even somebody that's been an entrepreneur for a seasoned entrepreneur that maybe has gone through several different phases. And I like what you said about who you are right now, because that's so important because something that you were doing two or three years ago might not necessarily be serving the person that you are right now. Um, You know, I can tell you, you know, we've talked and I don't want the conversation to be centered around COVID, but like I was a different person. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that sounds dramatic, but I literally feel like a different person um, than I was, you know, four months ago. I've gone through, you know, so much like soul searching and the same with you is I'm, I'm really trying to focus on like what my intuition tells me, like listening to my gut, like just being careful about like setting boundaries and being aware of my energy and other people's energy. And, you know, I, I wasn't aware of that before. Um, you know, and with everything going on, it, I, I was kind of forced to, to come into that. Um, yeah. so I think that's really important for other entrepreneurs to notice as well is that you're allowed to change. Like you're allowed to take notice of who you are right now and then build something around who you are right now. Yeah. And I think, you know, when we remain open to that, um, life just gets more enjoyable, you know, because we're not, you know, so much of what we do as humans is we fight change, Mm -hmm. you know, and we fight the transformations that, you know, that the universe wants us to experience to become the people that we need to become. And the thing is, when we fight that change, the more we fight it, the harder, the more the universe pushes back, like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like, I, you need to make this change. Yeah. And, And it just becomes this, like, you know, that's when we start feeling unhappy and that's when we start feeling depressed. And that's when we start feeling, you know, a lot of anxiety around things is when we don't allow ourselves to, you know, to trust in those changes and to trust in our ability to, you know, navigate through them and come out the other side better. And I think that like this whole experience of the world right now is allowing for this paradigm shift to happen even Mm -hmm. more deeply because it's happening to everybody. Yeah. 
you know, and it's a collective shift. And that's why it's so much more powerful for each of us individually. Cause like we said earlier, you know, we could feel the collective um, fear and the collective anxiety, but we can yeah. also feel the collective, you know, transformations and the yeah. collective joy and the collective, um, you know, ability to, to change and adapt. And so it's such a powerful, you know, moment in time these you know next few years mm -hmm. for us to be able to tap into that power yeah and like you said like you know become aware of all of these things that maybe we weren't aware yeah. of before so um yeah I, I think for me in my life the moment that I stopped fearing change and started actually seeking it out is when when things really shifted for me you know um, yeah. And I think that's so true. And, you know, kind of as we, as we wrap up here, I do want to talk about because it's in your business name and I think more people need it. Um, I want to talk about joy. Um, and kind of in my, in my own meditation today, um, you know, I told myself, I am joyful. I am joyful. I am joyful. And I just kind of kept repeating that. And, um, and that's something like even for myself that I have to still work on, you know, because sometimes I have a bad day and I'm like, you know what, today sucks and I yeah. don't want to be happy about <laughs> anything today. Um, but what can you, what tips can you give our listeners on like how to practice joy? Oh, yeah. So, you know, obviously this is what I do for a living. So my first thing is going to say, get help. You know, whether it's from a coach, a therapist, a mentor, a friend, you cannot do it alone. Nobody can do it alone. Yeah. But the thing that I want to say is that like joy and happiness and that feeling is that often we kind of look at it as this thing that we create or that we have to make. And the way that I see it is that joy is just an energy. It's just an energy, just like light and just like heat and just mm -hmm. like sound and it's just there. It's yeah. like in the world around us, it's at our fingertips. It's right there. It's just a matter of, are we here mindful and open to it? Are we, are we willing to open ourselves to that energy and receive it? Mm -hmm. Or do we believe we're worthy enough mm -hmm. of it? Do we believe that, you know, we deserve it? Do we believe that you know, it's ours for the taking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think so often we decide that we'll be happy when, or we'll be joyful when, mm -hmm. or, you know, mm -hmm. I'll, when I reach this milestone, I'll be super excited. And, yeah. you know, it's good to have goals, but at the same time, like even in the middle of a bad day, you know, and we all have them, I have them too. Um, you know, if we can, Joy is in the moment, mm -hmm. right? Joy is not in the future and it's not in the past. Mm -hmm. And when we release all of those things and become mindful and allow ourselves to open up to the present moment, that's when joy can come in, you know? And we can, we can feel sadness and joy at the same time. We can feel anger and joy at the same time. Mm -hmm. There are many times that me and my husband will be like bitching about something and laughing, <laughs> you know? Like, ah, oh, this fucking thing is so sad. <laughs> So much, but like, ah, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it, it's not what, it doesn't have to be one or the other yeah. and we feel all of those sadness and all that anger and we, we can allow ourselves to feel those things. Um, but they don't, they don't take away from, from the joy that's available to us. And I think like, 
you know, as a mom specifically, it's easy for me to tap into this because our children are like so close to source and are so joyful naturally. Yeah. Um, and so for parents, I always say like, just play with your kids the easiest and quickest way yeah. to tap into joy is to just drop everything and play. And so if you don't have kids, there's still other ways to do that. Like if yeah. you have pets or with your friends or just put on some music and dance mm-hmm. around the house, like yeah. dance around in your underwear, you know, mm-hmm. like playfulness mm-hmm. is joy. So if you're ever, you know, struggling to open up to it or to find it or to feel it, allow yourself the ability to play. I love that. Whatever that may look like for you. <laughs> that's great. And I think that's great advice because not enough people take the time to play. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's hard. Like it's not something that grown adults like, oh yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go play today. But um, I think it's important to carve out time, you know, for yourself either to let that, like, to get creative, because that's kind of what I do is I paint, and I'm, I'm not a painter, but I like to paint. Like, that's yeah. how I get out my my creativity juices, um, and I like what you said about you can you can be joyful with something else, because I, I don't think that people consider that. You know, they don't consider that they can have the bet, like, both at the same time. Um, even for me, that was kind of like an aha moment with me. It's like, oh, I can still be joyful about having a bad day. Like I can still find the good in having a bad day. So I love yeah, that. I think, I think it, that was a great it, tidbit. It's just about, you know, yes, there is sadness and there's pain and the world is suffering, but you know, it's, it's also lighthearted, mm-hmm. you know? And so if we can create a little bit of lightheartedness around the sadness and things that we feel and realize that it's, you know, this too shall pass. We will be, I will be okay, you know, and I'm just going to let myself feel this and let it go. Um, you know, and, and one of the things too, is that we can always, I want people to know that like, if they're sad or they're angry or, you know, having a negative, you can hear my son in the background. <laughs> That's okay. This is real life. It's okay. Oh, he's with his gamma playing. Um, but, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't have to, I can set boundaries around what I'm feeling, right? Yeah. If I'm sad, I can say like, okay, I'm sad. I'm going to, when my son goes to bed, I'm going to do these things to kind of help myself work through the sadness, but I'm going to stay in the moment right now and and allow myself the joy right now. You know, like just because we feel sad doesn't mean we have to let it consume us. Mm -hmm. I love that. (laughs) I'm just cracking up. I love that. We we can create time and space for these feelings. We don't have to, they don't control us. We control Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. So you can create, you know, Create a separate time for yourself to feel sadness or anger and mm-hmm. when that's right for you and then allow yourself to also feel joy. So That's perfect. <laughs> I love that. Okay. And if our listeners um, want to either connect with you further or want to follow you on social media, uh, where would they find you? Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm speaking to the microphone a little bit more here. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me um, mostly online at Facebook, on Facebook in my group. It's Joyful Boss Mamas. Um, So that is where I'm every day sharing all my little tidbits and and pieces of information and creating a community of 
of women who are either seeking their joy or sharing their joy or, you know, supporting each other and finding their joy. So it's not just people who are looking for it. It's also people who want to share it with others. Yeah. Um, so that's where you'll, that's where you'll find me mostly at um, our Joyful Boss Mamas Facebook group. And then uh, you can always email me at Maggie at joyfulbossmamas.com. Perfect. Uh, reach out to me directly. Okay. Awesome. Well, Maggie, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, technically, you're my second interview for the second season of Women Going Big. So okay. I'm like, I'm kind of dusting, like dusting my rust off. I'm, that yeah. wasn't the right metaphor, but um, <laughs> it just went really well. I'm really happy with our conversation today. And um, for everybody listening, I really appreciate you coming and listening to season two of Women Going Big. This episode will be on YouTube. It will be on the Anchor dashboard um, at Women Going Big. And then you can also find on the website at womengoingbig.com. So thank you to everybody out there. And Maggie, thank you again for coming on the show. And you guys, we will chat later. I'm going to sign us off. Bye, guys.